Hi everyone and welcome to the second episode of the one and only week of the International Student Podcast. In this episode we discuss the benefits of going abroad with experienced students. And today we are recording our podcast from a very special location in the middle of MBO College Airport where students are walking around and we are also being currently photographed. So you have some nice background noises. Yeah, just a stone throw away from Schiphol Airport where a lot of these abroad adventures begin. And not only are we recording from a very special location, we are also talking about a very special and most of all important topic going abroad alone. And with me are three very experienced students who each have an adventure experience abroad alone. Mike Gatelings, Kirsten van der Weijden and Jana Wijnakowska. I hope I pronounced your last name correct. Uh, welcome to all of you. And we have somebody from MBO College Airport, Luisa Prando. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you are education manager and I just heard CIC. Uh, Kirsten, let's start with you. You went abroad for the first time and you went abroad quite far because you went all the way down to Australia, down under. Yes, that's What right. was that like? Uh, well, for me, that was the the biggest experience I've ever uh, had. Why did you choose to go that far away? Well, we had the opportunity to to go abroad, and I uh, hadn't have an idea of what to do, but I just thought I want to go as far as possible because this was the opportunity to do that. Uh, so yeah, that's why I thought about Australia, uh, and I didn't know what to expect actually, but um, yeah, I just I just went there actually. Mike, you also went abroad quite far. You went to Curaçao. Yes. Did you have any expectations? What did you think it was going to be like there? Uh, the beaches and uh, the parties. And you always uh, met new friends. And you're going to an, uh, a student house. And you meet new people and you do things. And have your own car so you can go where you want. Yeah. So that's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you are an exchange student here or you're doing your internship here right now. Why out of all the countries in the world uh, did you choose the Netherlands? Uh, one of the reasons uh, was that Netherlands are a small country, so it, there is a possibility to know more like whole country, not some region of it. So that's why I'm here. And also it's very small but very popular country, like there's a lot of things. What, what comes on your mind when someone say Holland or Netherlands? So small but popular country. And I would like to know it more. And what came to your mind when they said you can go to the Netherlands? I was like, oh, well, <laughs> uh, of course I was happy. And of course a little bit curious, like how it will be. I'm almost alone, but everyone here is friendly, helpful. So I'm just enjoying this time. Yeah, and about, you said it, you were here alone. We will talk a little bit more about that. But first, we will go to Luisa. You are education manager here. What does MBO College Airport do for students that would like to go abroad or for international students? Well, uh, MBO College Airport is, of course, the college for international uh, jobs. Everything within MBO College Airport uh, breeds internationalization uh, from the flight attendants uh, to our education course in uh, travel and hospitality but also the logistics and uh, uh, technicians of airport uh, or aircraft maintenance uh, all of them are uh, involved in international jobs within the airport or the hospitality sector 
That's why my other role is CIC. You just mentioned it. That's College Internationalization Coordinator. And uh, it's a choice of uh, giving each college uh, an internationalization coordinator who just helps the different education courses to implement the international aspect. Because in order to have a job, you need to also have intercultural experiences, which you can get from well, going abroad. Well, of course, in nowadays, 21st century, it's uh, really a must to be quite skilled in international point of view. We see that uh, students from universities and uh, more, well, higher kind of education are more used to go to, to go in international exchange. Uh, but uh, we are very proud to say that also within the vocational education, we are really Really making big steps now in uh, motivating the students and giving the possibility to go abroad. And Biocolegia Airport does this already for a long time, but we are really uh, growing bigger now. And uh, we have big goals to have the, the majority of our students to be in contact with an international experience. Mm -hmm. And having an international experience is, I think everyone agrees, really good for your own development. But it can also be quite hard because going abroad alone, it can be a difficult decision, but also the best investment in yourself. But what can you expect? Will you make friends? And how do you save yourself in a place you don't really know that well? Uh, Jana, I would like to start with you. What is it like being an international student here in the Netherlands? Uh, at first, I was curious about language, like Dutch language. It's uh, I have like friends before. They said it's like similar to that, uh, to English, similar to German. I was curious, like what? But at the same time, everyone here uh, speaks English, so also I can improve my English here and meet uh, people, a lot of new people, and uh, Netherlands are very multicultural country so i was very surprised to see a lot of different people here and i was curious how it will be to communicate with them now i'm uh, thinking that now i have friends and i'm i have friendship in different language but before i thought like it's kind of impossible because you cannot speak maybe some details but here i understand now Mm -hmm. It's possible to have a friends. Yeah. Kirsten, Mike, you probably made friends uh, from abroad. I can imagine you worked at a hostel in Australia, Kirsten. Yeah, what was it like right. meeting all these people from different cultures? Yeah, that was uh, yeah really nice for me because I met people from all over the world, from uh, Canada, from South Africa, from uh, South America, Russia, yeah, everywhere. And uh, yeah, everybody was just talking English, but also I learned some some uh, different languages. Mike, you mentioned you can go to the beaches, you have a student house, you go to parties. Yes. Is it easy to make friends abroad? Yes, because there are a lot of uh, students who are there alone. So then you um, have the same situation. So then you make easier new friends and you go to parties and then you're all one family. Yeah, yeah. So you almost have to make friends because everyone is abroad by themselves. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Jana, do you have a lot of Dutch friends here or are you in an international group of friends? I have more like international friends, but of course uh, there is maybe some students from this MBO airport uh, college um, who ha helped with uh, all like documents and all stuff to start to live here. 
And of course, my host family where I lived are like very important for me now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what do you think is the weirdest thing about us Dutch people? I was surprised that lunch there is uh, sandwiches. Oh, really? Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, usually in my country, Latvia, it's like hot meal. Mm-hmm. Also, I was surprised how multicultural is this country. And nobody cares, like, who are you? They are looking on you, like, more on, like, on person, not on human. We talked about making friends and also getting contact with the locals. But we might skip a topic, and that is a topic of going abroad alone. Because when you enter that airplane, when you fly to another destination, you are still by yourself. Okay, so what was going through your mind the moment you stepped onto the plane to Australia? Well, I was actually really uh, relaxed. It was a long flight, about 28 hours. Yeah, I was just relaxed and watching movies. And then when I came into Australia, I was really surprised because it was about 7 p.m. and it was already dark. So I was confused. I thought, am I wrong? I didn't know um, what it was like there, but it's just getting dark really early Mm -hmm. in Australia. So, yeah. That was a bit of a culture shock or culture shock. More yeah, jet lag slash culture shock. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you mentioned that in the you did an internship there. Yeah. But it wasn't your first internship there, right? You had a previous hotel where you worked at. Yeah. So I I worked at the Sydney Boulevard Hotel. That was uh, the internship I was supposed to do. Um, and then in my first week, I found out that that was not really my thing. It was. Um, yeah, not really uh, multicultural, and that was what I expected. And I wanted to meet people from all over the world and from Australia. Um, so that was not really my thing. And then I just walked around and called with my parents, and uh, I found another hostel where I did the rest of my internship. Mm-hmm. And is that one of the things that you learned from the most, that you had to save yourself all alone in a situation abroad that you didn't expect? Uh Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to do it by yourself. And um, that first week, I was like, "What am What am I going to do?" And I also called with my um, teacher here in the Netherlands, and she helped me a lot. So, uh, yeah, there there are always people to help you from home as well. But yeah, you have to do it by yourself. So, um, yeah, I think you get really um, how do I say that? Um, you become more independent, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Louisa, what would you say to students that are afraid of going abroad alone? Well, I would say it's a kind of a cold water um, uh, problem. Uh, It's just the idea, as uh, Kirsten told, um, well, she was relaxed. She didn't know what to expect, but uh, she was confident. And I think uh, that the students who are expressing the the will to go abroad are also prepared and uh, they get a little um, of a cultural preparation for the part of the world where they want to go. And it's nice to experience the differences and you can never really make a realistic expectation of what it will be, but it's important to be confident and to be uh, aware that it's an important part of your life and uh, that you will only get richer and better and know more and more about yourself in fir- uh, on the first place. Even if you have 
not a very nice experience the first time, like your first hotel, your first hostel. It wasn't the, the best choice. But even then, you learn about yourself and you learn about what you really want. So I think there are only, um, I would say, only positive aspects about uh, daring to go abroad and uh, accepting the, the challenge to go abroad. Mike, was it easy for you to leave home? Mm, yeah, it was uh, a little bit hard because my mother got uh, become a new kidney in January. So that's four months beco before I go. So, but um, when I go, then I thought, yes, it's good for me to go and go by myself. And then I get six months chill. Mm -hmm. And what did your mom say? Was she was she happy for you that you that, that you yeah. went abroad? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she was really happy that yeah. I go and she said, yeah, it's for you and you want it and you want it a long time and maybe you want to live there in a couple of years. So she said, you have to do it. Oh, so you might go back to Curaçao? Maybe, yes. Maybe. Hmm. And Jana, were your parents supportive of the idea of you going to the Netherlands? Uh, of course, my parents uh, were supported. Uh, they said that I should take this chance. And also for me, it was not very hard to say goodbye because I know that I will be back soon because time goes fast. And at the same time, I'm not like on the other planet or somewhere. It's just two hours by flight. So we are still close by each other. And I should just take this, this chance and uh, live this life here for some time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned, Kirsten, that you worked in a hostel, that there were people from all over the world. What did these people teach you? Or is there somebody you met that was so inspiring that you're like, he or she taught me a lot about life or the internship itself? Um, well, I did an interview with someone from uh, Chile in Australia. Uh, and he was telling me the differences about his country and Australia. And... Um, Yeah, I learned learned from him that, well, I, I experienced it by myself as well, that in Australia, like everybody's the same. You can just do um, whatever you want. And also with work, like in Chile, uh, you'll get paid really low. And in Australia, it will be the same for like everyone in hospitality, for example. So yeah, that's a big difference what I learned from him. So you also realize that you were in a quite fortunate position in a yeah. way. Yeah. Mike, what did people at Curaçao teach you? Um, you have to um, live chill. You go there and you you go with flow. Louisa, how can you prepare students for the culture shock that they might experience once they get back? Well, as I said, uh, the first thing is uh, self-confidence and um, be aware of your uh, strength and your, and your possibilities. The second is um, be aware of who your um, mates are, so your teachers and, of course, a home uh, and the parents. But as a school, we also want to offer the students all the support they need. So, uh, well, with this uh, multi-media um, uh, uh, nowadays, it's very easy to, to contact. And I will come back to that later because of your blog we really liked. Um, third is to uh, tell the students uh, that they have to be very careful about the, the culture they meet because um, 
without knowing you can even uh, uh, provoke some uh, funny situations or perhaps even uh, uh, embarrassing situations or difficult situations without knowing that. So being very careful about uh, observing and if you already know where you're going to, then you can prepare about that culture. But if you don't know yet, because students apply at this school for an for, uh, for internship abroad, but they don't know yet where, where they are going to. So the preparation is quite broad at the beginning. Um, and then uh, being very open-minded and, um, and going away with the will of learning, of uh, learning what you, uh, just trying to, to be open to what you see and not trying to categorize or label what you see because your, your labels will never ever be the ones that the host country will uh, use. So uh, I think that if young youngsters uh, live with this uh, mindset, they will um, uh, have a, a good experience, even in periods of less fortunate moments like uh, homesickness or, uh, um, well, some some less uh, happy moments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting what you said because we are here at the table with three millennials who grow up in an age where, well, you can know what it looks like to go to Australia because you've already seen it on Google. How does it help you keeping up the friendships that you made abroad? Uh, how, how does helping in an, how does living in an age of internet and social media and how, how does it help you to with an international experience? It's a question for all three of you. Well, that, uh, yeah, that helps quite a lot because um, I'm still in contact with everybody I met in Australia. We are having group chats or um, um, last July we went to uh, Spain with each other from with five other people from Australia. And um, yeah, we're calling each other and seeing each other on Facebook, Instagram, things like that. So you're still really close with them? Yeah. 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 Mike, how, what is it like for you? Do you still talk with the people that you met during your internship? Um, not everybody because they have all, uh, they live in an, another um, uh, region here in the Netherlands. So here I don't have time to, to talk with each other, but we follow on Instagram and Facebook and have group chats. And sometimes when you have time, there you can um, chill. But yeah, we... I don't have much time to do that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So Yeah. Uh, Jan, a question that I would like to ask you. We had a Facebook Live session yesterday and one of the students uh, who is actually from your home country, Latvia, said something interesting that it was difficult to bond with people because she said, it's only going to be for five months and then I'm going to go away. How do you feel about that? Is it difficult for you knowing that the friendships will be for a short amount of time? I, I just don't want to think about that <laughs> because <laughs> uh, it will be very difficult to say goodbye and I'm just yeah I'm trying to not uh, think about future what it will be already after three months but we already um, promised to each other like oh I'm going to Italy to other Chase students uh, like oh I'm going to Italy to visit you you are coming to Latvia on September or okay then when I will be in Finland I will uh, meet you and of course if I will be in Netherlands there is my a second family I could say so it's we are maybe far away but at the same time we always can come here and there will be someone 
who with who we can interact and talk and go out somewhere. In this podcast, we also discussed the benefits about going abroad and we briefly talked about becoming independent and, well, also the many, many friendships that you, you get from going abroad. Um, Mike, what would you say was a benefit of going abroad? What did it bring you, the experience? Um, um, when you do that, then you learn things about yourself, what you can do and what you can do. And you got situations where you help yourself, and yeah, some situations you can call uh, to home, and you got support from your parents and your family and friends. But you have to do it all by yourself, and then you learn a, a lot of things about yourself, what and, you do in some situations. And what would you say to students that are like, I cannot do this by myself? What would you advise them? Um, you have to do it and you can always uh, come back home uh, or you uh, can call and you can um, you get in contact with school and there are a lot of options to do when you are in a bad situation. And Kirsten, what would you say? What was the benefit of your experience abroad? Yeah, I really agree with uh, with you. It's uh, You're learning a lot about yourself. Uh, maybe something nice to know is that um, I was going for five months for my internship and uh, I was thinking how am I going to do this because I'm really close with my parents and I'm going to miss them a lot uh, and then I was there for about three months and I thought I don't want to go back so I had contact with um, Mrs. Prando <laughs> and um, yeah they helped me a lot to to stay there they they said uh, I want to do everything for you to stay there so in the end I, st um, I went for a year in Australia uh, so yeah Yeah, I think that was the most beautiful experience in my life and I would uh, tell everybody to do it. Louisa, how do you motivate students? I just heard that you, <laughs> you motivated someone. Yes, I remember uh, Kirsten calling. Well, first of all, I wanted to say you, you kept a blog. Yeah. So Kirsten sent every week a blog from Australia. So that was the the very uh, a nice part of our week here at school to look what is she doing this week and it was uh, every time uh, she was just telling uh, just uh, everyday things and also well work aspects and uh, then going out and then eat uh, food uh, aspects. It was very very nice to follow her. And uh, at a certain moment, she calls uh, at school and she said, well, I don't want to go back. May I stay in Australia? But she's, she was a student of the school, so it was also quite an administrative uh, issue. But so we arranged for her to stop her education course temporarily for uh, some more months after a year uh, so that she could stay longer. And then when she went back, she just uh, kept, uh, took it up from the point when uh, when she had left. So, very nice um, way of doing. But uh, uh, speaking about uh, con uh, keeping contact and keeping uh, track of each other with this uh, social media, is it's uh, beautiful because you can really follow. And I remember Jana telling me that your mom is uh, uh, seeing more of you now that you are in the Netherlands than she uses yeah. to, <laughs> to, to see uh, when you are home. So, With this social media, it is very easy and it's very something which can help you if you are a little bit homesick or uh, being afraid or of, um, of the 
of the, of the differences. Mm-hmm. Jan, your mom is keeping an eye on you, I heard. What would you tell her? What is what is the benefit of going abroad for you? Uh, benefit, of course, experience. Of course, new friends. And uh, improve my skills, my uh, English, my uh, all knowledge. Of course, it might be challenging sometimes. And my internship is also in hotel. So I was curious, like, maybe I will make mistakes or something goes wrong. But everyone makes mistakes. So it's just part of this uh, challenge. And you should just challenge yourself and then it will be okay. And now I'm thinking that after this internship, I have more opportunity in my future So I can work maybe in another country because I have already, I already did it. So maybe my resume will look better than maybe some other classmates who are just afraid to go abroad. Is there a teeny tiny chance that you might stay here? Uh, I don't know. It's difficult because sometimes I'm like, oh, My home country is is Latvia, but at the same time, I could live everywhere. So, I don't know. <laughs> And how about your abroad experiences? Do you want to go abroad again, Kirsten? Uh, yes, I really do want that. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to go back to Australia to uh, see everybody again. Um, well, my next internship will be in the Netherlands. But um, after that, I want to, to do a trip or something. Yeah. And Mike, you mentioned that you might go back to Curaçao. Um, yes, after my study, I will uh, go back. But first, um, my next internship, I will do in another country and uh, maybe in Bali. Wow. Oh, so nice. you're choosing the tropical destinations? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Kirsten, I heard MBO College Airport is organizing study trips as well. Yes, yes, they do. And uh, I think that's a really nice um, uh, aspect from the from the study. Because, yeah, we went to uh, Portugal in the first year. Because in the first year, mostly you're going um, inside Europe. And then uh, I think two, three weeks ago, we went to Dubai. And, um, uh, yeah, I think that it's really good that um, the school organized these trips because Dubai is also a country which is really uh, multicultural. So, yeah, yeah. So if students are afraid to go abroad for quite a long time, they can also just start by doing a short trip. Yeah, yeah. And then you're with uh, with your classmates. So um, you can experience it just for a week. And uh, yeah, it's really nice to do that. And you're learning a lot. And mostly you have to, um, you are organizing the study trips with your uh, teachers and the students. So every day someone has the, has the leading. So um, we organized a, a hotel visit. And someone else organized um, uh, to go to the Burj Khalifa. But you have to organize it yourself. So you're learning from it as well. Going abroad is not always fun and games. It can also be really tough, as you said, with your internship, looking for another one abroad or by yourself. What do you do when you feel homesick or you have an off day? Jana? Uh, of course, internship and uh, all this um, project is not only about having fun. Of course, it's work and you will be tired of work. 
So sometimes uh, if I'm tired, I'm just going sleep and time go very fast because it's like work and home, work and home. But when you have day off, like today, I'm here and I'm doing something out or um, I can meet other Chase students. And of course, if I'm feeling uh, sad, I can call to my friends, to my family in Latvia and feel that they are still with me. What was it like in your first week here? Did you feel sad or did you regret the decision? Of course not, because there a lot of things happens here at the same time and uh, I didn't have time to be uh, sad or lonely or no, I was mm-hmm. fine. Okay, so what was it like for you? What was a tough moment in your experience abroad? Well, maybe the first week because my internship was not really what I what I wanted to do and also it was a bit of a culture shock. So in my first week I was just like, what am I doing here? I just want to go home. But yeah, I called with my parents and it was just one week. After that, everything was good. And what I did when I was sad or something, yeah, everybody there is with you and everybody feels the same and doing the same. So they understand you. So yeah, you can talk with them. And there was never a day that I stayed in my bed or stayed at home. We we were always doing something. So you don't really feel uh, homesick. Did you feel homesick when you came back from Australia that you wanted to go back there? Yeah, I felt really homesick to Australia. And that's kind of a weird feeling, right? Yeah, it is. And sometimes I still have that feeling. (laughs) Yeah, after almost a year now. Mike, do you recognize that? Yes. That's why you're going to a tropical destination again, I assume. Yes, of course. (laughs) Thinking about these difficult moments, we we also try from school to prepare the students to these moments. We also tell them, you know, it's not only fun and only nice. You will be tired and no one to speak to you or to give you some uh, support. So we have also spoken about this kind of line you are going through, just you are very excited at the beginning and then you get a period of feeling down and feeling alone and not having friends yet, but then you make friends and afterwards you are fe- you're missing your parents because you feel like it's quite a long time. Well, So it's a, it's a little bit of a predictable line you're going through and we speak about that with the students but of course theory and uh, and practice is uh, something very different so it's it's easy to tell someone about you will go through these periods and then when the moment is there it's something different to see how people react and I also wanted to say another benefit we are speaking about benefits from the school from a vocational education uh, institution is creating a work labor aware of the importance of the international market in international world is, I think, uh, very, very important and we will make the difference for the world. So if we help these youngsters now to open their minds and to get in contact with people from outside, but not also people, because you can meet also people on, so- on social media, but experience the culture, experience the differences, the, the, the temperature, the light at seven o'clock in the evening already dark, that's kind of experiences, then that will merge populations and countries and that will really make the difference for the world. So I think this is not such just an idea of the education uh, institutions, but this is a really big step 
for our young people. What would you say as students, what was the moment that you learned the most? Was that moment in the good times or was that a moment in the bad times? Or did you learn all the time throughout your experience? I think for me it was the first week, first month when I lived uh, with host family. And sometimes you are just tired from being in uh, between other people and talking in not your own language. What are you taking back with you to Latvia, what you learned here? Apart from strobafels? (laughs) <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly, and Jesus, and probably I will send something to my parents on Christmas. So, yeah, I'm always in contact with them, and I will be in contact when I will return to Latvia with the Netherlands. What did you bring back from Curaçao or Australia? I think you're learning every day, but mostly in the in the beginning because yeah, you have to organize everything. Um, especially in Australia, you have to open a new bank account, uh, a new phone number. Yeah, everything is different. So, um, yeah, but you're learning every day. Do you agree with that, that you learn every day? Yes, every day you learn new things and um, you can take it with you when you go uh, already to school and then you can do it with your next internship as well. Louisa, do, do students bring souvenirs for you when they come back from their outboard adventures? Or <laughs> what, 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 they <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but anyway, what they bring back is their experience. And that is the most beautiful thing they can bring back. And uh, we also try to let them tell the other students about their experiences in order to um, multiply uh, the the fact that people are going abroad. And besides that, we are also aware that some students are not able to go away. Uh, and there can be a lot of reasons uh, because of that. So we are also organizing here at school uh, what we call internationalization at home. And that's... Um, And that's uh, paying attention to international aspects within our own uh, school, which is quite international. As Jana said, when she came the first day, she looked around and she said, well, I thought uh, Dutch people were blonde and uh, and, and tall. <laughs> well, this is a very multicultural school. We are very proud of it. Uh, so that's the reason why um, within this internationalization at home, We try to organize activities, but also awareness uh, programs in order to also at home uh, have this intercultural experience. Well, then this was the second podcast in the week of the international students about going abroad alone. There will be two more podcasts, but first and foremost, I would like to thank my guests for being here. Thank you for sharing your inspiring stories with us. And of course, thank you for listening. 